we're going to start it like that. Episode 97, no, 98 of Whip Snap. In this episode, we have a buddy of mine, Robbie Janney. I'm looking at Janae. 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 You know what? I'm done. No, I'm done. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna do a bit where like, but the timing's off now. But I like to do this thing where, um, whatever question it is, and you like repeat. So if it's just like a one-word question, so it's mm-hmm. like, are you hungry? And then, and then you go, hungry. I hardly know her. I like to just do the cadence <laughs> of the I hardly know her, where it makes no sense, like it grammatically. <laughs> and uh, I did. Cancer. I, did a couple I hardly ago. know her. I, I know. <laughs> I did it a couple of days ago with someone, and they were like, that's not how you do it. I'm like, you don't fucking get it, man. <laughs> I'm like three layers deep, bro. You're like, you're... <laughs> I'm that's playing fucking chess. You're playing checkers. Get with it, bitch. <laughs> you're trying to plug in the Nintendo 64. I already fucking won, my guy. <laughs> I'm leaving the Also, house, I got dude. an Xbox. Cab's already on the way. <laughs> You're being born. I fucking died. <laughs> I, I have left this earth. I'm on the ethereal plane now, motherfucker. You're going to church. I came. <laughs> How many of these can we do? You're eating hot dogs, dude. I'm fucking slapping puss. You know, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That. This this dynamic or the back and forth, it reminds me of, I don't know if your dad ever did this. My dad did, did this. What's, it's the joke of like, when they were passing out blanks, you thought they said blanks. That's why blank, blank, blank. Did you ever? Did you ever do that? Give me, give so, me an example. Um, when they were passing out witches, you thought they said stitches. That's why you're in a mm, coma, maybe. No, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't work. It sounds like a joke setup that I've never heard before. It's when you're passing out something, you thought they said something, but those two things usually rhyme, and then you go, "That's why." Something, something, oh, something. oh, like data. I thought they were passing out data. Yes. Like, oh, yes. okay. I thought, you, okay, you kept the explanation at the end. I'm like, I don't, I've never like, just like, <laughs> um, wait, I, uh, Lou, I thought they were passing out boobs. You know what I did there is I replaced the words boobs with lube. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear that, son? Son, did you hear that? He's did in you a hear coma because he's still on the hello joke. Did you get my joke, son? <laughs> Are you proud of your father? Um, so we met originally at a summer camp. You were the entertainment director. Um, and I want to talk about a thing, but you're we're done with the job. Are you coming back? No, no, and, and, right. and no way, shape, or form. I mean, I, I might be back physically, like to visit, but yeah, I'm. I uh, have now moved on to um, having place. money again, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, you. Um, oh, so yeah. we'll maybe take this out. We'll see how it goes later on. Because um, right now, the I, I I told Robbie before this, but I took a shot of NyQuil and it's kicking in. So maybe like when I sober up later, I'm going to be like, let's take this out. <laughs> Give it to me, dude. No, this is unedited and raw, dude. This podcast is all about keeping the truth out there. Because there's so many fake dudes out there, dude. <laughs> like, you know, there's so many liars and cheats. Uh, like, dog. Like, and we're we speak the fucking truth here, dude. Um, you sound um, like Crush from Finding Nemo. 
Dog, we're all about finding the truth, dude. Uh, you know. <laughs> 7-Eleven but, um, was an inside job. <laughs> yeah, dude, people in comedy, like, they just don't get it, man. Like, we should be allowed to say anything. <laughs> we're about to have uh, specials on Netflix with duct tape over our mouths. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that is a go-to when someone has a Netflix special. There's always, like, tape on their mouth, and the title has to be, like, uh, yeah, I said it. Like, that's the title of the... Yeah, they're like, and they're just filter. saying, like, Mexicans smell weird. It's like, that's not even <laughs> fucking funny. Like, <laughs> it's not, like... You know oh what title God. of the episode right there? Dog, there is a, like, I, I don't know what, like, the, the unattended consequences of giving people, like, uh, like, actual consequences for their actions or, like, holding people accountable in the comedy space is that people have used that as a marketing tactic of just like oh like you know oh these people are trying to shut me down and like no it's just like your your jokes fucking suck man like that is how i feel with matt rife at the moment oh my god dude oh yeah we gotta talk about matt rife dude like so the only joke so okay did you watch his special i saw the beginning exit out like i was just like this is gonna be fucking trash i was gonna say the only good joke was the joke that everyone's saying he's canceled for which was like the the lady with the black eye i was like that's the i was like that's that was a pretty good joke and then after that it just dipped <laughs> the thing is with that joke it's an old parlor joke dude like i've heard that joke like fucking like thousands of times in different ways of just like how do you how do you tell or like what do you say to a woman with a with a black eye? It's like nothing. Somebody already told her twice or something like that. You know, like that's fucking. Good. It's just fucking like okay. Listen, <clears throat> listen. This book get me canceled, dude. dude. It's not his style. Like okay, he got famous on TikTok for making like uh, what's crowd it called? Like yeah, crowd work. He's actually yeah. pretty good at crowd work. Like he's you know, so good. Yeah, he's natural. Like he's he's like you know, and I like. The thing is, like, <clears throat> he was so, like, uh, he hated his fan base. And, like, you know, his fan base was, like, women who, like, you know, he's an attractive dude. And, like, and then he, like, basically came out and alienated his entire fan base. Like, yeah. immediately off the bat. And, like, I I don't know. Like, it's these people love you and want to come, like, pay money to come see you. And, like, it. I'm all for artistic integrity, but like he, it's almost like he just like shot himself in the foot right off the bat. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm for like comedy guys. Like, and like, but then like, okay, if he would have done it like better, like if he like would have made like better jokes, then, then I'd be like, oh, okay, maybe he's respectable. Like, if he was funny. (laughs) Yeah. If he was fucking funny, but yeah. Do you think that the audience that he was making fun of, his demographic, do you think they'll find with, being made fun of or do you think well, he's yeah like i mean like dude like okay anthony jelznick has been on the scene for 20 years and he's been he's said horrendous shit if you take it out of context but he's so masterful at crafting a joke that makes you set up for hearing something horrendous like yeah i feel like anthony jelznick like that's his i kind of kind of what you said like what the jokes that Matt Rife was telling that wasn't <laughs> his style. Anthony Jeselnik, his style is dick all the time. Yeah. Um, which is also, oh, that's, I want that to be the title. That's really funny. <laughs> dick all the time. Dick all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, Matt Rife, I, um, do you think he was, uh, what was it, going kind of, um, uh, was crossing the line because he wanted to be like a, a comedy's 
a comedian's comedian. Oh yeah, no, I, I like it's almost apparent that like he like wanted to like cross a line because I mean even if he followed up like after he said the joke, it's like this is that kind of show. Like, and like, he does say that a couple of times in the special. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah, like, yeah. You're, you're almost like selling yourself twice. It's like you say, okay, if your joke is good enough, you can sell yourself on the merit of the joke. And like, it, it's almost like you could tell that's a rebrand from that moment where he's just like, this is what it is now. And yeah, it's to me inauthentic. That. And like, I like, <clears throat> I don't know. Could you see like fucking John Mulaney? Like if he made a, a joke that like, you know, crosses like outside of his brand saying something dark and he's like would you see him authentically saying like this this kind of fucking show now if you have to like if you believe in your joke you can say the joke and then move on yeah like i i think if you say your punchline and like if you truly believe it's a good joke then you don't have to follow it up with like that's what this fucking thing is like and like because that that just screams like very much like the Like, no, uh, America's not ready to hear this. Like, oh, yeah. God, Ugh, I fucking hate those people. Yeah. And like, that's that's what it, it came off to me as. It's like you like are almost you you don't believe in your own joke. You're doing it for shock value. There's a difference between saying something shocking and doing something for the pure fact of like uh, shocking people. Yeah, I'm, I'm still going to open mics now. And like people that I've never seen before, though, te- though I, I like I'll try to make conversation with a different comedian before the show and i'm like how long have you been doing stand-up and they're like oh six months a year a year or two and mm-hmm. then i'll see them do a joke it won't laugh and they're like and they even say it they're like guys i'm just joking i'm like no it, that's not why that they, they didn't laugh they didn't laugh yeah. it's not funny well there's also like 15 pocket jokes like listen i did open mics for three years like i mm-hmm. like I've seen every single like recovery joke that there is of, yeah like but there's only like like you were saying there's only six jokes that like or things you can touch on as a comedian. There's only like a f- select few things you can say if you're joke bombs that you can like resurrect the crowd. Right. And like I respected the shit out of people that went up there, did their jokes, and if a joke bombed, they just moved right on. They're just like I've, I've been doing that and I freaking love it. I think it's so <clears throat> healthy because you like you said, the, there's so many you can easily recover and that will get a tiny laugh. But at the end of the day, if you want like a special or you want like a 15 minute set, that little wit thing you said, that's not gonna do shit. Yeah. It's like we're like you know the the whole like shtick of like oh going to your notes is like well not that one like you know and I fucking hate that one yeah yeah it's like dude if you're gonna do a joke stand behind it or like if you like can obviously see it bombed like there has been sometimes I've said a joke where it's bombed so hard I'm like I've asked the crowd I'm like what did you guys not like about that. <laughs> like asking for feedback i'm like i've already nuked my my set like what what went wrong and they're like it was a bad joke and i'm like cool all right moving on like they say it they actually answer your question oh i've had yeah crowds being like yeah that wasn't funny and i'm like sick all right do well i actually the first mic the the club that i started in was the arlington improv and it was a uh, it was primarily like black comedy club. Um, I got and, a black comedy club story to tell as well. Yeah, yeah. And dude, it was like the best way to start out because yeah. they do not fucking pity fools, dude. Like yeah. you, yeah. And like if your jokes are funny, they will laugh. Like <laughs> you know, it's like the like I love black crowds of like they're very energetic. They love the like the artists stand up, but like if you're shit, they will show that you're shit. 
I uh, had a the 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 buddy that I would uh, do stand up with. He uh, we would write together on like Wednesdays, and the open mic was on Thursdays. And um, he had this Rosa Parks bit. I totally forgot like what the whole bit was, but like it wasn't funny. Like, and I was like, <laughs> dude, I'm begging you to not do that. We drive there together. Like, they're gonna see us leaving in the same car. Like, don't do it. <laughs> and like, he was like, no, no, no. I think they're gonna like it. And he said it. And like, was one this in front of just... a black audience? Oh yeah, in front of a yeah okay. black audience. Okay. Yeah. And uh, he he like said the joke. They were like kind of leaning into it, and then he like the the punchline. I think it was just a shitty punchline, and literally just one woman just goes boo, oh no, <laughs> like just boos, and it's just like one guy's like fuck you, and <laughs> like he literally like just closed his set. He's like, that's my time, guys. Thanks. Like he had like three minutes left, and like for open he... mics for me, you always want to end it on like the most like borderline offensive stuff because then if it <laughs> if it fails, you, you then you're heading the fuck out anyways. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but well, like, it's kind of like the it's kind of like the bit. Well, I don't know if anybody said this. I feel like this is just like an everyday kind of bit. But like, if if you're white and a black person compliments your clothes or your shoes, then you know you have good clothes or shoes. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. It's like yeah. If you get a, a fit compliment, you're like, oh shit. Like, you know, if if fucking Dave from down the street says like, oh, you're looking pretty snazzy today. It's like I'm gonna go kill myself. That's what I'm gonna do. Like, <laughs> that's a really good impression of a white person, even though you're white. Snazzy. That is, I've never heard any other person of color say snazzy. <laughs> oh, you're looking well dressed. You're looking well. Oh, you're looking pretty sharp today, huh? huh oh Skipper? God, I hate that one. <laughs> I oh. did a, I did an open mic. Uh, this was maybe when I was nineteen, twenty, and I had two of my friends there that were white. And everybody else, I didn't know it when I got there, but it was like a black audience. That was the, that was the place. It was like in an alley. It yeah. was awesome. Um, the manager though was white, which was interesting. He had a picture of himself against the wall and I made fun of him. I said, he looked like a James Bond villain. He liked that um, <laughs> because he was bald and he had just like a little mustache. But anyways, um, the, the first thing I said when I got on stage was like, uh, I'm so glad to be performing for the cast of Selma. They, freaking, they loved it. Oh, man. it was great. See, sometimes if you like, if you like take a risk like that, it's so scary. You're yeah. like, this could go horribly wrong. Yeah. But if it pays off. Do you like, would you rather drink alone or drink with a group of people? Well, obviously with a group of people, I'm not a fucking sadist. <laughs> Okay, yeah, dude, me, me too. Moving on. Do you cry so, a lot? <laughs> do you like drinking alone? Uh, I do, um, but not to, like, get drunk. Like, if I'm writing something, I'll have yeah, a glass no, no, I Okay, yeah, that's a, I feel like that's a wholly different argument of, like, I, I love drinking, like, uh, I like both. I feel like they're in two separate categories. Like you, you, right. Would I get what? Like, would I prefer hanging out with my buddies and drinking? Yes, but like, there is something to be said about like a glass of whiskey in a really good movie. Like, oh boy. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Oh yeah, I remember I watched a, a Quiet Place too, and this was right when the uh like the movie theaters were, the movie theaters were opening back up again. Mm-hmm. So I just decided to just get drunk at the movies, and I was like, this is the best movie of all time. Like, oh, dude, it, yeah. Getting drunk in the movies is highly underrated. It's the best. I I have an Alamo Draft House. Uh, do you know the that theater chain? No. 
so it's like it's uh, it started in Austin, but there's it's like kind of one of those like dinner theater type places. Like it has food and drinks and stuff like that. that like they serve like at your seats, um, and <clears throat> they have one in San Francisco uh, that's like two blocks away from me. So it's just like a quick walk. So oh, I got nice. like the season pass there, and uh, dude, my favorite thing to do is like get a few whiskeys in me and then go watch a movie and like order some food and just like. Oh, dude, I'm in my own world. I I which I watched Killers of the Flower Moon, like three oh. whiskeys in, and it was just a it was a fucking experience. It was amazing. That's also like you're continuing shots, and you're like, man, fucking, you're like, I'll can I'll stop when this movie ends, and the oh. movie doesn't end. Yeah, no, it got to a point where I'm like, I need, I think I need to stop drinking because I'm pretty <laughs> hammered. Like, and I'm it's watching like I'm watching the slaughter of a Native American people, and I'm like, maybe this isn't the best place to drink fucking blood <laughs> <of> that. Like, <laughs> and I, uh, no, I actually the first time I went there, like the it was like the first week I moved here. And uh, it's when Barbie was still in theaters. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get really high and go watch Barbie. <laughs> and so I like smoked like a joint on the walk there, got in my seat. And like immediately when I sat down, you ever have that, that thought when you get too high, you're just like, I don't belong here. I, <laughs> I'm not because I was not even one... movie theater related. I just I should die. Well, yeah, because like I booked a seat. There's only three people in the fucking theater. I booked a seat that was like supposed to be like the handicap spot and i was just like okay this is just gonna be away from people like and when i rocked up <laughs> they have to like because there's only three people i'm like there's okay if there's one asshole in a wheelchair that shows up like i'll fucking move okay <laughs> like, <laughs> like dude and but like they are sticklers about where you sit where you sit and so like i was like showed them my ticket and like they it was just an empty space like an empty square on the ground and they're like we have to move a chair here and i was like so fucking baked and i was like please don't like <laughs> i was like i'll sit right there they're, they're like, like i'm so comfortable <laughs> i was like there was a seat right there i'll sit there they're like well somebody could buy a ticket and sit there and i'm like please don't me don't don't get the chair please you're like, like right now you won't you won't get this but right now i'm emotionally mentally handicapped and i just can't <laughs> my brain can't function right now <laughs> well they like they didn't even judge me that i have the handicap zone i was just so embarrassed that they had to go get a seat from the back for me to sit in like that yeah like that there, there was just an empty square that they had to fill it with a seat and i'm like please do it like i just don't <laughs> That's so embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like, there's just a couple that's like a few rows down from me. They're just looking at me and I'm like, I'm way too high for this, please. <laughs> like, I just want to watch Barbie, man. Especially when you're high. Like for me, if I'm, if I'm, well, actually, I don't really get paranoid or embarrassed when I'm high, but I feel like most other people do. I don't know if, if your embarrassment or paranoia was like tenfold. It's not paranoia. It's just more like I when I get high, I don't like talking to people. And like it was just okay. like I knew that I had to get myself out of a fucking situation. And like I just don't like dealing with situations when I'm high. And I'm like, please, dude, just like let I just me. don't I don't like to do things. <laughs> I don't want to just want to sit here watch fucking Barbie. And like, <laughs> oh man. And also like the weirdest thing too is that like they built this theater inside of like like the, the theater was built in 1911, like right after the earthquakes here. And so like it is a hundred and ten year old theater with like holy super shit. ornate like um like paintings on the ceiling, like you know, uh crown molding and like 
That's awesome. Yeah, so it's like it wasn't like a dark theater where you could like kind of hide. Like it is like this <laughs> ornate palace, and I felt like I had just shit on the queen's rug. I was like, <laughs> I felt like just such a <laughs> little rat. It was just like, <laughs> like title. Dirty, dirty found the title. <laughs> dirty little. I'll take it. Dude. Fucking love it. Oh, good. Did you like the movie? I loved Barbie, dude. I had a great time watching it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, uh, there was something that happened in my movie theater one time. I wasn't high. I wasn't. I wasn't drunk. I wasn't anything. I was just being stupid. There was. I don't. I don't remember what movie I saw. I don't remember. But those reclining seats that they have. So it reclined, and then there was also it was a dining. So there was a table, like a sliding table. That's like, yeah. like there. So I reclined my seat. I put the I put the table away because I didn't want to do it. And then um, the movie hasn't started yet, so I got up to use the restroom. So when I got up to use the restroom, my seat was reclined, the table was out, and when I came back, the chair, because I guess my body was carrying all of the weight, the chair bent forward, like it, it fell forward, and the table broke. Oh my god. <laughs> So just imagine it's almost like if you if people listening if you can picture it it's kind of like a, a school desk but and it's it fucking reclines <laughs> <laughs> and the table breaks <laughs> oh no and then when I came back when I came back there was uh, somebody that was walking there trying to like I see him with his hands on his hips trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. <laughs> And instead, oh, I knew that was my seat. So in my mind, I was like, oh, man, I wonder what happened. And I just sat in a different seat. <laughs> no one knew it was me. And you're just like, who is that asshole? Like, <laughs> you, like, created your own Tim Robinson sketch. I just know. Like, I was like, that guy was pretty tall. He's probably handsome. Over ha- whatever happened there. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that definitely wasn't me. <laughs> uh, I, I feel bad for the person that broke that fucking desk. Piece of shit. <laughs> By the way, Tim Robinson, I can't tell you how many episodes I, I mentioned the sketch show. I think you should leave. Oh, yeah. I, it, it's constantly in my vernacular, dude. You know, it won an, uh, I think it won an Emmy. Yeah. No, yeah. He's won uh, um, Best two. Actor in a like sketch show for two, like, uh, two of his seasons. Oh, dude. The best one, and I think it's... It's definitely the best sketch. Oh, oh, my favorite sketch in season three, but I'm, I'm still trying to debate if it's the best one of all of the seasons. Tim Robinson is not even in it, but Sam Richardson is advertising the perfect place to propose. Mm. Fucking say that three times fast. And <laughs> and then, but he accidentally built the, the, the perfect wrestling ring. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, That's, my get favorite. That's one of my favorite ones because it's the, the cutaways when, when Sam Richardson is like, I hope he dies. I really hope he dies. It's just a different <laughs> camera shot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Sam's bits are like, I mean, baby of the year sold me on mm. the entire show. That was like, so good. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> you, Harley Jarvis. <laughs> well, they're like, the in memoriam don't usually, doesn't usually talk about how they died. He's like, shut up. Dude, I, okay. <laughs> so the in, in memoriam section, <laughs> I watched that episode when I was in the deep throes of like a fever. And, like, for some reason in my fever dreams, the only thing on repeat was Tiny Dinky Daffy, pancaked <laughs> by a dump truck. <laughs> and, like, it was just, like, I don't, like, one of those things that just, like, gets in your brain. It was just me sweating in my bed, just, like, Tiny Dinky Daffy.
Daffy. Pancake Daffy dump truck. <laughs> For the people listening, we're going to keep this in. This is very niche. Go watch I Think You Should Leave. <laughs> yeah. Go watch I Think You Should Leave on Netflix. It's so fucking funny. Oh, man. Um, I always say the, the, there's like two or three phrases that I always say from that show, which is give me that or like, give me that. Oh, give me that. <laughs> and then um, I'm going to eat the whole I'm thing. I'm going to eat the whole thing. <laughs> and then, oh, even in that sketch when he's like, uh, would you like to try a bite? It doesn't matter if I'm in any other situation and someone asks me a question and, I, and the answer is yes. I go, yeah, I actually would. <laughs> yeah. Well, like the best part, I, I, I uh, it's, it sucks. This is the audio only, but like showing uh, in the camera right now of like the give me that, like the hand movement that goes with it, it's just like give me that, <laughs> <laughs> or like when he's trying to reach it. Oh, you know what? <laughs> in this episode, the the uh, I mean, in this podcast episode, we're gonna the episode description is gonna be that guy, so yeah. people kind of can get the gist. Um, <laughs> But when he reaches for the hamburger for the first time, and he's like, eh, <laughs> maybe that noise. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I could talk about that show. Like, I remember watching the first season, and, like, I watched it all in one day, because I was like, I don't know if they got to read my mind, but this is the perfect, like, comedy made for me. Like, this was, yes. like, because, I mean, like, I'm sure, like, uh, wait, how old are you? 26 yeah so i'm 28 like we grew up on lonely okay. I- we grew up on lonely island and like fucking love lonely yeah island. and like kind of like weird <clears throat> niche like awkward millennial humor like essence like well, i mean like bill Hader, fucking jason sudeikis snl and dude you just named my two favorite snl cast members of all time yeah yeah and like i feel like it it's like the natural successor to that of like taking a bit and take like a bit that's not even popular, like it's not even like referencing popular social, like you know something in like the um the popular ethos, just like, like politics. It, it's not referencing anything that's relevant at the moment. Yeah, actually, let me let yeah. me let me ask you, what's your favorite SNL sketch? Oh God. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Fuck. I mean, I, I, I for some reason I keep thinking of Stefan, but that's not his sketch. That's just a character. Yeah. Um. Fuck. Do you have one? I do, yeah. So, um, well, there's there's two like there's one like my favorite series of uh of sketches is one that uh, was Andy Samberg, uh, Bill Hader, and Jason Sudeikis. Uh, it's called Song Can... Memories. Um, okay. Where, like they. Oh wait. Yeah, they're like I... it's all like all the guys like getting together for some reason. They're just like, oh, it's great. We can all grab a beer. And it's like somebody puts a song in the jukebox and then every yeah, time seen it. they say something and then it ends with a horrendous punchline and then they go into singing the chorus of a song. Yeah. Yeah. And they do it like, it's like, there's a five, it's a repeating sketch. And like, I don't know why it just hits for me. And, but like my favorite, like individual sketch of all time is uh, a very, it's a B side, like a motherfucker. Like no one knows what I, uh, when I reference it, it's called the, the Bajelan brothers. And it's with uh, uh, Brian Cranston and uh, Fred Armisen. And they are two singers that are playing a concert. And they're like, we're going to play our hit. And it's, uh, I sent a bottle of sparkling apple juice to your house. Did you get it? And, like, the whole sketch <laughs> is, like, them doing it. Yeah, no, the, the whole sketch is them doing talk downs between the chorus of just, like, yeah, me and him uh, wrote the song back in uh, 87. And, uh and the funniest bit is, like, they keep cutting away to the crowd, and it's just, like, three people in a scattered auditorium. There's, they're playing to no one. 
and I don't know why. It's just it's perfect. It's perfect. <clears throat> I, I have trouble for uh, for any sketch. I, I have trouble with the music. Uh, maybe not that one specifically, but any sketch where it, the whole thing is singing, I have trouble laughing at that one because I'm focusing too much on the actors, like trying to actually look at the 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 white uh, so the cue cards. The, yeah, the cue cards. Yeah, and I I get in my head about uh, of like, oh, dude, if they fuck up the cue cards, then the whole then the whole timing is off now. Yeah. So that my, my head's in there when when I'm when I'm hearing uh, when I'm listening to like a singing sketch. But those ones those ones are very funny. I have seen. Is that the same one where um, it's not? This was after Bill Hader and Jason Sudeikis left, but it's the same style where like I think Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo just came out. Yeah, and so they're at the bar area. It's with uh, Beck Bennett, uh, Bobby Moynihan. I don't know. It's, it's oh, the same yeah, yeah, idea. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, where they but they're making fun of the song and then they're singing the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's the same. They they've done like that's a repeating bit. They've done it. Did it with Adele too, I think. Like and yes, yeah, yeah. Um, this one isn't my favorite. I can't. I don't. I can't think of a favorite. But this one I do show for the people listening at for summer camp. I I the comedy director. I got to show them sketches sometimes. I show them some SNL sketches. The one I constantly show them because I'm like this. When it comes to sketch rules, this follows it to a T. It's called, uh, I can't even pronounce it because of my speech impediment, but it's called coroner. Well, like a dead body. Oh, uh, a dead body. Yeah, yeah, there we go. You said it for me. Um, but it's with Jeremy Renner, Jason Sudeikis, Bill Hader, and Taron Killam, where Taron Killam is a dead body and Jeremy Renner is the brother. And Jason Sudeikis is like, okay, unfortunately, I think this is your brother. All we need you to do is just identify him. And Jeremy Renner's character is so stupid where he's just like, they're like, well, pull the sheet over. You just identify him to see if this is your brother. Yeah. <clears throat> and Jeremy Renner's just like, oh, that's Steven Tyler. Like, no, that's not even... <laughs> he's like, that's not even close to Steven yeah. Tyler. <laughs> and so, and then it's so funny because the, he keeps doing that stuff. And Bill Hader, who he ha- only has two lines in the, in the, in the whole thing. Um, Jason Sudeikis is a straight character on that, but Jason Sudeikis, no, no, sorry. Jeremy Renner is just like, maybe if you pull the sheet over every now and then, I'll actually get it. And Jason Sudeikis is like, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> Bill Hader. Yeah, yeah. And then Bill was like, I kind of see, I kind of want to know what he's going to say. So it's a <laughs> montage. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it follows like sketch, like, I, I guess, like, yeah, the sketch rules of just like, yeah. you've introduced a character that has a bit. And then the other people in the real world are reacting to that character. Do you have any uh, 9-11 stuff? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, me and Isop. Oh, sorry. Chris. Uh, for the people listening on the podcast, Chris Kaufman. We did an episode with him. I don't know if you listened to the episode, but it's probably the longest I've talked about 9-11. I, uh, I, I saw that he, like that was next on the queue while I was driving home from work. But give, give, me, a, give me a rundown. Um, what's the, it's the episode where the picture of it is a fish. And I don't oh, – it was like, fuck, I'm not going to do it justice. But, oh, oh, it's like um, – oh, I do remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, I think we make fun of goldfishes that they, they have very bad memories. This is actually a good bit, too. But goldfish has a very bad memory. <laughs> Wait, no, I can see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> so the owner, I feel like you don't. <laughs> no, no, wait, I, okay, no, go for it. Uh, so the owner uh, walks in the, the two towers, or the twin towers. Uh, yeah, the twin towers. 
the owner walks into the Twin Towers. And so, um, and where the goldfish is at is like a perfect view of the Twin Towers. Yeah. And so the owner goes, uh, uh, goes into the tower. And right before he goes into the tower, he decides to take a dump in the porta potty. I think it's some something like this. He takes a dump in the porta potty, and then as he's doing that, the two, the one of the towers falls. The fish e- even sees it, mm-hmm. and in his mind, he's like, "Oh my gosh, my owner was in there. I uh, hope he's okay." And uh, then the other tower falls, and uh, and the fish sees that. The whole time, the owner's taking a dump in the porta potty. <laughs> I think I don't. I feel like I'm also making shit up in this moment. This <laughs> okay. is also funny. I went in a completely different direction with my thought. I thought, okay. uh, say, like you got the magical ability to talk to a goldfish, and you're just constantly reminding him of the tragedy of 9 11, of just like explaining to him, and it's just like, yeah, no, 10,000 innocent Americans died. And he's like, oh my God. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Like all those parents, <clears throat> children. Like, and then he forgets. And then it's just like, hey, so do you know about 9 11? He's like, no, what is that? And so it's just constant life of suffering. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> we'll both. Oh, that's that's another thing, too. We're like, we can just say 9-11. I can give you a setup and then we go different directions. I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, I used to have my, my old boss, at, uh, <clears throat> my old job, like uh, it was my first corporate gig. And it was great because all of them were like, like punk rock type people. Like we all worked in marketing. And uh, this guy is covered in tattoos. Anytime he saw a plane while we were at the bar, he'd look up and just go, 9-11. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah, 9-11, make a wish. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they, I'd say that all the time. Yeah. I got I to gotta set you – I got to finish this punchline, though, because I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I don't remember if this is what we actually talked about or if this is also just – I'm saying it in the moment. But I feel like this is funny. I feel like this is funny. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, like, the owner – Goes to the porta potty. Both of the twin towers fall. The goldfish sees both of them. He's like, "Oh my gosh, I hope my owner's okay." Um, the owner sees the twin towers fall. They're like, "Shoot, that's my, that's my, that's where I work." I, you know what? I guess I can't go. I better go make sure my pet is fine. So the the owner comes back to the house, and the goldfish goes, "Where the fuck were you?" <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Oh, that's great. I love that. <laughs> Have you seen the movie Night Swim? I have not yet. I've heard good things though. You've heard good things about it? Uh, from, I think so. Or uh, is that just my normal response to people whenever they tell me a movie? <laughs> I think I'm just lying to you. I just straight up lied to you. I, I have not heard a fucking thing about it. I don't know. <laughs> I've seen the trailer. Nobody has spoken about this movie to me. I don't know why. I don't know if I was trained in film school just to say that. I'm just like, no, I've heard good things, though. Like, (laughs) I just fucking lied. Oh, man. No, I haven't heard shit. What is it? Is it good or bad? Tell me. You're the first person to fucking tell me about this film. So now I have not had the opportunity to formulate a fucking opinion. Please, please, please tell me. Have you seen this movie? Yeah, I heard good stuff. Really? No. <laughs> I haven't heard a fucking... I've seen one TikTok trailer for 30 seconds, and I thought, that's interesting. And then I moved on with my life, and I haven't had a single fucking synapse fire in that direction. 
for the entirety of the time until you've referenced the movie. And I said, oh, I saw that once on a TikTok trailer. And I said that I heard good things because I'm a liar and a fucking rat and a piece of shit. The dirty little rat. Dirty little rat who lies to people so we can I can curry favor in their direction. I do that too, but I'm not that honest about it. (laughs) (laughs) And the irony of me saying I'm not honest about it gives it honesty. Well, it's also like, uh, it's a great response to like something. If you've never seen a film, it's just like, no, but I've heard good things. Like, I hated it. It's like, no, my friend told me it was good. It's an imaginary (laughs) friend. There's no person that has ever told you that that film was good. It's just fun to have discourse with someone that you don't know. Maybe I'm just starved for attention because I live alone and I work with only my boss. And I go to work and I sit next to my boss and we talk. And then I come home alone and I go work out alone. And maybe if someone asks me about a movie, I just want the conversation to continue so I can stave off the shakes and stave off the the gun in my closet that's just waiting for me. It's just beckoning. Beckoning for me to take some silver. I can see you. I can freaking see you in your eyes be like, how am I going to end this? <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're gonna to talk about Night Swim, but I, there's one more sketch that I just remembered. Season three, it's also one of my favorites is when um, Beck Bennett, you know Beck Bennett? Yeah. He's in it. Do you know which one I'm talking about now? Remind me again. I like uh, It's been like since it came out since I watched it. They're eating, Beck Bennett and a few other people um, are eating outside, just having breakfast. And then Beck Bennett out of nowhere it talks about like his group of friends and he's like the i think the worst part about my group of friends is i have to pay to be in it oh yeah <laughs> well yeah and the then, guy comes the up Tim yeah. Robinson shows up with like a, a large coat that does not fit him <laughs> for no reason they don't address it at all yeah well i mean like honestly beck bennett's like comedy <clears throat> style fits tim robinson so well of like so well. i mean like have you seen like his good neighbor stuff on youtube like that's where oh well yeah so like good neighbor is where they found kyle mooney and beck bennett <clears throat> i have seen oh okay i've seen kyle mooney stuff where like he's interviewing baseball players and he's not he's speaking gibberish yeah yeah i've seen that so like that's yeah that's part of the channel but they have one where it's like uh they go on a fishing trip and it's like an australian dude um i <clears throat> i'll send you i i i i can't remember it enough to do it justice but it's an australian dude talking about the parties that he's had on the boat but he just constantly references like blowing dudes but like really (laughs) offhand like it's just like (laughs) like and he's just like all night we're having a fucking blast over here you know you got chicks over here we got them taking our tops off suck down a little fucking penis you know we're having good times And what was funny too is that these past couple, we'll go, we'll get to Night Swim. Everyone fucking chill. <laughs> Everyone that's waiting on bated breath to hear about Night Swim. All of your friends are talking about it. All of your friends have said good things. And you would, they're like, I want to know how deep the pool is. <laughs> you're dying to hear two grown men talk about a movie that neither of us have seen. Uh, wait, have that you seen has it? a 27% on Rotten Tomato. Have you, have you seen it? Yes. Okay, so you have watched the film. No one else. Yes. And, okay, audience, we're talking to you now. You have not watched the film. If you are an <laughs> audience member, I can only assume that you've heard good things. Um, <laughs> um, the movie's not good. Okay, yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that the fucking bit? Is that, was that, that what you wanted to say? It had, it had potential. The first 10 minutes is interesting. 
the jump scares jump scares are actually really good but it's so choppy yeah it's so, it's it, a lot of jump scares and a lot of story plots that they have they take from other scary movies mm, yeah um, it's absolutely whack i love scary movies but I've, same I here yeah scary. i just i don't like like i remember watching hereditary <clears throat> for the first time and that was the first time in a long time that i was like this is like genuinely like like revolutionary in the way that like horror movies are being told like it, it's peak yeah yeah like you know midsummer like ari aster is a fucking legend dude he he grounds it in reality in such a way that like you yeah. know uh like even like the grief that tony collette's character in hereditary was experiencing after like her daughter was decapitated by her son like it's so funny because it, like <laughs> fucking hilarious but like in in like it truly is like how do you show the grief of that moment? Like, and I mean, like credit to Tony Collette being an amazing actress, but like it, like her just wailing on the floor, just like heaving. Cause like, what else do you fucking do? Like there's, I know your body can't process that fucking information. And like, Oh man, I, I, yeah, I've seen hereditary like five times and like the ending is just so fucking weird. And like, Oh, this fucking rocks, dude. Oh. It's one of those movies where I don't like Googling. I don't like watching a movie and then I, I actually have to Google it to get it. But that one I did have to Google and I'm like, oh, and then I rewatch it. I'm like, oh, it is fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many like little bits that you miss. Like, uh, and that's like, those are my favorite movies. Like on the rewatch, you see like little like eggs that like the directors laid within like the track. And it's just like, oh, fuck, this is incredible. Like, yeah. Yeah. Although, I don't know if you saw the movie Mother with Jennifer Lawrence. I have not. I've heard, like, oh, my God. I almost did. <laughs> did you do it again? Did you do it again? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. I legitimately have heard good things about it, though. Oh, from, you have? Okay. From okay. friends that have watched the film and like Aronofsky. <laughs> Have told me they like Mother. That is verified proof. <laughs> I know you're like. Also, I am making this up as I talk. <laughs> I can. I'm gonna call him right now and be like, "You fucking watched Mother, and you told me to watch it, didn't you?" Um, I haven't talked to you in four years. Well, fucking say it. I'm on a podcast right now. Oh man, that movie though. At least for me, I had to Google it. I did not get it. And then I'm like, oh, that's fucking stupid. Well, yeah, I, it's like very much like <clears throat> God, like religion centered. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's a very artsy like, movie. Um, he he so also great. did uh, Poor Things, which just came out with uh, Emma Stone. Did you see it? No, but I've heard good things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I have not seen it, but I've also heard good I've things. I've actually, and... like, I'm planning on, like, so I have like the the membership to Alamo, like where I get like a movie a day, and you gotta I have remember that. Uh huh. You got to remember that. Remember, MLK. The Alamo. <laughs> the Alamo. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I never forget, dude. <laughs> that was eleven. That was Texas's nine eleven, and it's not even fun. Like the the story of the Alamo. <laughs> it's like, okay, have you ever heard the story of the Alamo? I haven't, but yeah. just saying the Alamo is not even fun. Well, okay, <laughs> listen, in Texas, in Texas, you have to do two years of Texas history, and not even just one. There's like, it, it like in sixth in the eighth grade, you have like so sixth grade you come in, it's like your your social studies is just Texas history. That's it. Like, and for a full year, and then you go to seventh grade, and they're like world history. 
we're having fun. And then in eighth grade, it's like, all right, we're going to go deeper into Texas history. You get two full years. So every resident of Texas knows a lot about Texas because it's ingrained in the school system. So the classes is like Texas 101, and then the second class is just like advanced Texas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get advanced Texas. But like, you get a whip. The Alamo. You get a like, hat. Okay. So, yeah, they're, they're like fucking up the, the, the Spanish army. Uh, you know, it's a bunch of rag, ragtag group of guys. David Bowie. Fucking Dirty Little Rats. Or, uh, uh, is it David Bowie? Uh, fucking Sam Houston, uh, Stephen F. Austin. And then, yeah, the Alamo, they just got smoked. Like, it wasn't even, like, there wasn't even a fight. They just got fucking <laughs> just, they got held down and fucked by the Spanish army. <laughs> and, like, yeah, that's, like, remember the Alamo? It's, like, oh, we fought heroically. It's, like, no, we did not. We were cowards. We we tried to hide. <laughs> and then they came in and killed all of them. Like, we, we want to forget the yeah, Alamo. We want to forget it. But then That should be the thing. The funniest thing is, like, the, the redemption story is the, the Battle of San Jacinto would, uh, it's we snuck up on the camp of Spanish, uh, um, the Spanish army that was trying to get to the coastline. We snuck up on them while they were sleeping and murdered them in their sleep. Oh, oh yeah, like the the um, the general, uh, general Santana, like yo, was asleep in his tent. We showed up in the middle of the night and just started stabbing necks, and oh. like that. Oh. That's pretty rad. I mean, I, like, I actually grew up next to San Jacinto, so like, there's a big memorial. But, like, yeah, Texas history is fucking nuts. And lots of, lots That's of... That's something horrific... y'all would see on Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. Lots of horrific <laughs> crimes have been committed. Uh, the, the bloodshed that, <laughs> that happened in the creation of that beautiful state. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. So, just a little uh, Texas 201 for you. I, did, I don't know anything about this. This is awesome. Also, wait, for the Pledge of Allegiance, <clears throat> we had to do the Texas Pledge, too. What's the Texas Pledge? Uh, so it's like, you, you do the Pledge of Allegiance, and after that, it's like... Uh, so you, on... you, so you, know, you, you do the Pledge of Allegiance, and then you have your own Pledge of Allegiance? Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, like, after the Pledge of Allegiance, you go, honor the Texas flag. I pledge allegiance to the Texas, one state, under God, one indivisible. Oh, that was, oh, and then you do the rest of the thing. No, no, no. Like, that's, that, that's the Texas Pledge. But, like, you have a little addition to the American, like, it's like, all right, we're going to, like, we're going to say the American pledge, but, like, you know, we're shooters for Texas. Like, <laughs> that means, like, Texans are, like, uh, well, after following the pledge still, and the pledge started, like, kind of religious, because it's, like, one nation under God, all of that. So yeah. I can imagine someone visiting Texas not knowing that. So all of these other religious Texans are looking at the visitor, and and then they finish the first pledge, and then they look at the visitor, and they're like, "Now watch this fucking shit." Oh no, we double down. We're like, yeah. "Oh no, we're gonna pray to the, the like the same God, but the Texas God, dude." Like, yeah. <laughs> Texas God. Oh man, but yeah, like, uh, what else? Like Texas centric shit. Like, were you good in high school? What do you mean, like a good kid? Uh, we would uh like. Did you what were you, what was average A's and B's? Are we looking? At? I, I I was I had good grades, but okay. I was like, uh, in the best terms of what I can say is like I was just a little fucker. Like I I like I was a smart ass in a way of like I like yeah I was like I I had a like so our my high school is weird. It's just like I grew up next to uh next to NASA. So like my no both, way. Oh yeah, both my grandparents are NASA engineers and like uh, all of my uncles are NASA engineers. My dad's the only one that didn't do that. He's a veterinarian. 
and Dude. so yeah so whole family of like nasa workers but like i grew up like five minutes away from johnson space center and uh so like the high school i went to actually my middle school is called space center intermediate which was like on nasa campus and holy fucking shit yeah yeah that's I mean, awesome yeah and it was public school just like on nasa grounds like um and then yeah clear lake is the high school that's like everyone that works at nasa their kids go there would and... you say you were a uh rascal or a fucker either one um did you argue with your teachers a lot uh it wasn't like arguing with teachers like it was more of just like doing dumb shit like i got so i scaled pretty hard of like my my fuckery so like sophomore year i got detention because i climbed into the roof of the school um and like because i was in av class uh and we were like had our own studio and so like we found out there was a roof panel that led to like this under like like rooftop like hallway that you could peek in other classrooms oh that's cool yeah it's so, like i like we walked to like my friend's classroom peeked in looked at him and then the, the teacher saw us and we ran back came down and then my teacher obviously found out we were in the fucking roof got <laughs> got detention for that and then ramped up to iss which was like detention yeah. plus um <laughs> in school in, in school suspension on my junior year of like my latin teacher uh he left a presentation up and i fucked with it i forgot what i put but it was just some dumb shit and he was just like you have like desecrated my teaching like i don't <laughs> he was he was a fucking weirdo he actually really nice guy but just like a very strict guy was so, he one of those teachers like in, <clears throat> in movies where with when they're like of all my years of teaching you're the one that's ruining me was it like I, that like, guy? he he knew i was a good kid but like he was also just mad that I touched his things. I think he was very <laughs> autistic, and I I I touched his. You were. He was. He was. Oh okay. Oh I'm I'm. <laughs> You're like I was. I'm not autistic <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I got cured. <laughs> Stop taking vaccines. <laughs> it's pretty easy, honestly. Uh, <laughs> you just gotta walk around for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just have to get off Discord. That's pretty easy. Um, <laughs> but no. Uh, yeah, I like yes. He like yeah threw the book me in for that, and then my senior year, that's where it all kind of ramped up. I actually, funny story. I don't know if I've told you this or not. Um, I was the president of an organization called Deca, which is like a business like organization where like you present like um what's it called like you go to like the uh, competitions and you have like a business plan you present and like you when go, you were a senior in high school. Yeah, I was uh, when I was a senior, okay. Yeah. And I started my sophomore year because my older brother did it. And it was the best because, like, you get free trips to go to, like, regionals and state of, like, going to different cities. They pay for hotels, like, all that stuff. And, like, they we would fuck around and drink, like, at, like, the hotel. And so yeah, I was like, oh, cool. Would. We're going to party. <laughs> I campaigned my senior year to be the president. I won. And I was – so I was the president of this organization that I didn't give a shit about. I just wanted to go to regionals and party. And uh, – <laughs> Like I ran like the the campaign is a bit, and I was like, "Oh fuck, that's so good!" Yeah, and then I won, and I was like, "And <laughs> the person that won, like, got vice president, really wanted to be president, like, wanted to be like a business professional." I'm like, "No, fuck that!" And <laughs> so I won, and so our first regionals trip, we go there. I do my presentation. And I had a fake ID, and I, <clears throat> after I finish my presentation, go across the street to the liquor store. I buy a bottle of whiskey and bring it back to my hotel room. And like me and my buddies were all there. 
and it was like me and my two friends were seniors and we had one junior guy that like came like was like paired in our room with us we thought he was cool but like <laughs> the story goes on I'll, I'll try to like shorten it as much as possible but like Anyway, it. we literally didn't like we weren't even partying. We we're watching fucking ridiculousness and drinking like <laughs> like a shot or two of whiskey with mixed with Coke. And then we went to sleep at like 12. Like it was the most innocent that high schoolers could be. And then the next yeah. day we're at um, uh, what's it called. Uh, we're at like the award ceremony, like people getting like their awards moving on to like regionals and stuff like that or like to state. And then my yeah. the director, the, the teacher comes up and she was like, I need to speak to you right now. And I'm like, okay, what do you mean? And she was like, right now. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. And so it brings you into the room. <clears throat> they bring all of, like the crew those in the room. They bring us one, one at a time out in the hallway. And like the on the counter is sitting a vanilla Coke bottle, which I, <sighs> I had thrown away the, the bottle of like liquor in a separate trash can, like at a restaurant across the street. Like I tried. And this is. Are you? Are you said? Wait. So no, the vanilla no, no, no. Coke bottle. I, I, we, I was gonna ask a question, but I don't want. We to we going. poured the liquor into the vanilla Coke bottle to like drink with the Coke, and so essentially, the vice president heard through rumor that I had purchased alcohol. She snitched to the director and said, "Go search his room." They found the vanilla Coke bottle, sniffed it, and said, "This is enough to go off of." And so oh. they were questioning us, and like I didn't, I don't, I don't snitch. I was just one brick, and I was like. And I was hanging it up too. I was just like, "Ma'am, I am the president of this organization. <laughs> Would I ever jeopardize my position to do this?" this? Is like the Caprio and Wolf of Wall Street. Oh or... yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And I was just fucking hamming it up. And uh, <clears throat> so yeah, they basically like you're, you have to see the principal on Monday. And um, as we're leaving, we find out from a friend that texted us that the junior had thrown us completely under the bus. Like he was just like they brought the alcohol, they drank it all. I sat there and they oh, made me drink, and so we're like, we're gonna fuck this guy. Like, and so we come up with a plan that he brought it in his bag and he started drinking it, and I tried to stop him, but he's an alcoholic, so I couldn't stop him. <laughs> like it was the most senior high school fucking bullshit. I love that. And uh, like, so they, you know, principal like I was calling us up one by one on uh, Monday. And I run into my friends who get called up. They're like, dude, they, they bought the story. Like, it's like, they're, it's, it's working. And I'm like, oh, shit, fuck yeah. And I got set up. Uh, so I go, <gasps> I just, just, so I, I walk in to the principal's office and I'm so like, I, I, the, the story's sold. I yeah. fucking believe in it. And she was like, so tell me what happened. I'm like, well, Avery, so like, you know, we, we came home that night and then he goes to his bag and he pulls out this bottle of whiskey. And I said, hey, man, like, I, uh, I don't think we should do that and he's like no no no, no. we I, I have to drink i have to drink and i was like dude like and i i didn't want to say anything it's like because i think he has a problem uh and oh, i'm imagining this so well this is gripping yeah <laughs> and i'm like i think Fuck anybody else that's listening I'm so <laughs> i was like this. i think he has a problem <clears throat> um but like i i'm so sorry i didn't say anything but like again like i wanted to have some empathy like i have families uh members that are alcoholics <laughs> and like <laughs> fucking just innocent little boy just like yeah. i i really just wanted to approach it with kindness and she was like okay so that's your story and i'm like yes ma'am that's my story and she was like so i'm gonna show you something she turns her computer monitor around it is cctv footage of me purchasing liquor at the, the, the liquor store <laughs> in 4k it's not even like grainy black and white it is clear <laughs> like, like they can fucking see your oh, face 100 percent. i'm still in my fucking suit that I wore to like the event. 
and she was like, and I'm watching, and I'm just fucking immediately just go, what? <clears throat> and she was like, so, <clears throat> do you have anything to say? And I'm just frozen. And she was like, so you have two options. One, you can admit this is you. I'm going to send you to alternative school for 30 days. You serve out your time there, and then you come back, and you make it back in time for prom. Two, you can deny that this, and she points to me, and, and it's literally just my face, my dumb fucking face. <laughs> like, you can deny that this is you. I call I call the resource officer. He comes in here. He finds your wallet that I can bet you has your fake ID in it right now. He will arrest you, and you will go to jail. And I was like, I pick option one. I will take that. And <laughs> I don't want the ladder. Yeah, That's and okay. this is after I've lied to my parents <clears throat> telling them that I caught the the junior kid that was an alcoholic and i've just i've sold them the story too and so dude yeah so my parents have to come pick me up and i just basically said i've just fucking lied to you guys hardcore like i there's no redeeming this and uh they're they were like glad that i told the truth eventually but they just did not like me for a long time and (laughs) i had to go to basically prison school for 30 days i had to wear like uh, full suit. I was like in school, like a, like, like an orange like jumpsuit. No, suit? not not like orange jumpsuit, but like a like I'd wear like a like uh like, like it was uniform. Yeah, like a uniform. Okay. Essentially, I, okay. I got metal detected as I came in. Like uh, I got fucked in the butt. Yeah, <laughs> you, just a few times, but it was more to establish dominance. I was a power bottom. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but no i i was like there with like all the dudes that were dealing drugs at school like i actually found some great drug dealers while i was there it was amazing <laughs> um but like i was there with just like in our com- entire like uh, uh district like uh, they send all like it was like a fucking suicide squad of people like at this like at this dude and like what's funny is like i went up to my teachers the first day and like listen guys like can I just do all of the homework in one day so I can just sit in the corner and read? They're like, you want to do the homework? And I'm like, because they're teaching like remedial eighth grade math. And it's like <laughs> to seniors in high school and like, hey, man, people that have family issues, like, you know, it's sometimes it's hard to learn. And like, you know, they're like a little behind. And I'm like, I know how to the multiplication tables. Like, I, I get it. Like, so, let me yeah. just, so I finished all the homework for all my teachers one day. <laughs> and I was like, can I just sit back here? I finished all Lord of the Rings. Like, I just read the books, and they were just, like, he's just sitting there being quiet. I'm not, like, because they deal with, like, people fucking trying to fight them. And he's, yeah. like, this just a nice little boy in the back that's just reading. And I'm, like, <laughs> I just kept my head down. Like, it's like it was like in prison, dude. I was just, like, kept my head down, you know, and said hi to the, the correct people. <laughs> and Oh, my God. Yeah. That's wicked. And so, yeah, I did that for 30 days, and, <clears throat> yeah, I got back to school. But, yeah, it was I was a... Uh, a juvenile delinquent for one. I was going to say, when you came back, was it, were people like, Hey, look at you coming back from the dead or something like that? Like, did they more of, yeah. Like it was like, I was grounded as shit. So like, I hadn't even seen my friends. Like my parents, I had a girlfriend at the time and like, my parents were like, you can't even see her. And then she broke up with me. It was a very, just a combination of sadness for a long time. Um, Oh oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, What's it called? Yeah, I mean, like, coming back, it was just like, well, actually, what's <clears> funny is, like, I had friends that also went to that school because they got caught smoking weed or something like that. Like, it was, uh, it wasn't an uncommon thing to be sent to the fucking gulag. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, not, I wouldn't say, like, uncommon, <clears throat> but, like, it happened to my group of friends because we were little fucking rascals. 
Oh, so were you in the same area with your friends then? Or did they separate? No, you guys? Th- this was like, sorry, that like they got sent like in during football season, like in the fall, because they got oh, caught got during like tailgating or something like that. I got sent in the spring. Uh, so like, but it's more just like, oh yeah, he went to fucking um, Clear Path. That's what what it was called. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, the way you uh like had the story ready, and then they fucked you over with the camera. That reminds me of when I got fired. The, oh, the I think the only job I ever got fired for, I was stealing hot dogs at a movie theater. <laughs> Yeah, I'll give you a second. Oh my! What? What were you just fucking sucking down glizzies? <laughs> oh, please tell Jump me out on your sleeve. Like another, I think you should oh, leave. Dude, oh, I think you should leave. I'm oh, just so no. tired. <laughs> I did. I did end up stealing them for maybe a good month, and then they finally caught me. No, okay. Ex- the- explain this story. Were you stealing packs, or were you just fucking <clears throat> just sucking down dogs like in the break room? So I was doing that in the break room. Okay. So they were already, we, it was already pre made hot dogs. We would have to pre make them in the morning and we would put them in like aluminum foil. Yeah. And, and it, it keeps them hot. So, like, when someone orders them, we can quickly just grab it and go. Yeah. So we would have to make like 15 or 20 in the morning. About a good month, I was stealing hot dogs on my break and people would see me, like, other co workers would see me eat it and they just assumed I bought it. Yeah. And I and I was eating it confidently, but that it looks like I did buy it, didn't buy it. But there was a day. <laughs> so wait, were you bringing it to the register and like pretending that you were buying it? No, on my break. So like we would make fifteen or twenty, uh, and we wouldn't. No one would count it. So on mm. my break, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go on my break. I would just quickly sneak it in my hand, and then quickly <laughs> like walk. Slide of hand, the, the hot. <laughs> I wouldn't do it to my sleeve, but I would I would pretend that I'm counting something. I'm like, yeah, it looks good. And then I would grab one and then I'd bring it bring it to the break. Oh room. my fucking god. Um and then one day it was very busy. I don't I don't remember what movie it was for, but uh before, I knew my break was coming up, so I I was I grabbed maybe like two or three and I put it in the corner. And I remember <laughs> it was just in the corner, like like it was in the so the hot dogs we would make, it would be in the front of the concession, and then the hot dogs I was hiding would be in the back of the kitchen. <laughs> and okay. I remember I remember when I uh, after I, I hid two or three of them, I heard my coworker go, Where the fuck are the hot dogs going? <laughs> <laughs> to himself. He didn't say it to me, he was just saying it was just, just out angry. loud, just out of yeah, it was just out loud. <laughs> What I didn't know, and this this is so stupid of me not knowing, is that there's a camera in the kitchen. Oh yeah. So, um, so that day I was like, okay, I clocked off. I oh no, right before I left to go on my break, I didn't I I didn't want to grab the hot dogs out from where I hid them because mm-hmm. in my mind I'm like, well, if there's a camera now, then they're gonna see me take it. Yeah. So the math wasn't adding up because in my mind. <laughs> It didn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, so I yeah, had yeah, my yeah. break with unfortunately no hot dog. Finished up. <laughs> oh, no hot dog today, boss. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so I, I did my break, did, finished up my shift. I went home the next day. I was like, "What's gonna happen if like they they um I, I go in and they they see everything?" I'm like, "Maybe they didn't because they would have called me beforehand. They didn't." So mm-hmm. I came in there, clocked in. No, no, no. Before I clocked in, they were like, hey, before you clock in, the manager wants to talk to you. And I go, oh, oh no. Yeah, oh, that's when you know. Yeah. So as I'm walking to the office, I'm like, come on, think of something. Think of something. I don't know what to think about. How do I think about it? What do I say? 
And then he sits me down and he goes, do you know what integrity means? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a, a manager at a fucking movie theater? I what know. What the fuck are you talking about integrity, dude? You're too and deep what's in funny, divorce. Like, <laughs> what's funny at the time, I, I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, you got to tell us on stage. Like, I, and rightfully I so, because I'm walking at a fucking was. movie theater. Oh my um, god. This is so funny. So I I was like I was like doesn't it mean like when you do a good thing? Like as I'm talking he goes no. He interrupts me and he goes no. <laughs> Listen, and I you're go, too dumb oh. to understand this. Let me just put I know. I know. And so I I, and I go okay, what's it mean? And then he pulls out a, he pulls out a hot dog. No. <laughs> no he doesn't. He does. <laughs> he had props. He had evidence. He did. He was like, I would like you to explain this. Oh, my God. And he puts God. it on the table. A flair for the fucking dramatic a bit, huh? Like, <laughs> yeah. And he goes, oh, oh, dude, I was such a dick in this moment. And he, I was I was being such a smart ass. He goes, do you know what this is? And I go, that's a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that one is. That's a hot dog <laughs> right there. Dog. And he was like, hot what dog. Do you I barely know her. <laughs> Oh, I should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and he would be funny. He would, he would have been like, that's not how it works. And I would be like, you don't fucking get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a whore for a callback, dude. I love a callback. <laughs> oh, my God. But I would say, yeah, I was like, that's a hot dog. He was like, what do you think I got it? And I was like, he was, he, he knew, like, he was asking questions that he knew that I knew the answer. Yeah. But I was being a smart ass about it, about it, and I was like, uh, "I'm assuming the kitchen." He was just like, "We found them in the corner of the kitchen," and uh, he was like, "I would like to." And we saw in the camera that you put it there. I would like to know what you were gonna do with it after. And... <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do with it? <laughs> I could have. And, uh, and uh, that what's funny is that. So they didn't. Every every uh, uh, they they threatened me with a video camera and like we have the footage. But in my mind, I'm like, so you have the footage of me putting the camp the hot dog there, but from previous times I've stolen it. You don't have the footage. Yeah, this is the only time they have the footage is me putting it there. So I was getting very sassy, and so they were like, so they he. I was like, yeah, so I put it there. It won't happen again. And he was like, yeah, it won't happen again because you're not going to work here anymore. Oh That's how he said it. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> That's how he said it. Fucking dude. He's watching too many movies. And his name was Troy, and he ruined the High School Musical movies for me now oh, because no. now I always think about that. Uh, but are uh, not all in this together, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um he so he fired me and then he was just like do you have anything else to say and i was like yeah um uh can i get a hot dog (laughs) oh no 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 this is what i said i was like do you have cameras in the hallway to show that i didn't take it and he was just like i knew you were gonna took it get out go get out of here oh so i was basically just there was technically no proof that i that I stole it. Yeah. Like he didn't have the proof. Yeah. But you were but just, he, yeah, 19. So it's just like, what are you going to do? Lawyer up? <laughs> yeah. I think I was maybe 21, I think. Yeah. Um, but and then as I'm leaving, so the manager fires me. As I'm leaving, one of the co workers walks me out. And then this is such a stupid thing. He was, uh, she says, Do you have anything to say before you go? And as a joke, I'm like, <laughs> as a joke, I'm like, 
do you know any other movie theaters that are hiring? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then she, and then she, which is stupid. Why did I say that? Because then she goes, "We're gonna call all of the movie theaters. You're not gonna work in any of them. You're never gonna work in this town again." <laughs> that's that's basically what it is. Oh that's my so god! Stupid. I was been, I've been building my career on movie theaters. You're gonna ruin me. <laughs> What about my kids? <laughs> she fucking said that, and then like a year later, I applied at an AMC movie theater. I got the job, but then I got a different job. Well, yeah, so, obviously like... they don't have a fucking blacklist of hot dogs doing <laughs> employees. There's there's been worse things done by movie theater employees. <laughs> fucking Ted Gazinski could work at an AMC, and then a fucking he could apply to Cinemark after he fucking sent shoeboxes of bombs to fucking children's hospitals. And they would still hire him. They're desperate. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? There's not an underground society of fucking movie theater managers. <laughs> I can imagine. I, I I apply to a different movie theater, and they're like, "It says here you were stealing, uh, like glizzies." <laughs> it uh, popped up here on the uh, movie man, the movie manager subreddit. The- <laughs> The, the Kansas movie manager subreddit or Discord we have. Okay, so, okay, to wrap up the pod, I have yeah. my, my firing story from my, my youth. And then it, it wraps up to all of this. So, okay. Yeah. So, when I was 19, I came back from college. My, uh, and I turned into a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, came back my first year, uh, my first summer after college, and I worked at a place called Swamp Shack. Uh, and it was under a bridge, legitimately under the fucking Kima bridge. Oh shit! And it was just like down and dirty place, but like we sold crawfish and oysters. Like it was like a pretty high, like high bill place, but like really like it, it was a fucking shack. But like we were this like, this, this isn't an insult nor a compliment. It's just an observation. You do look like you would you would you would handle a net well. Oh, a hundred. Yo, I'm a, I'm a okay. pro around the <laughs> like net. A, I, you look like a good fisherman. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come from a big family of netters um what no what? <laughs> hey, hey don't don't cancel me okay <laughs> the american media is not ready to hear this uh, um, we'll take it out yeah. don't worry <laughs> <laughs> oh man so we're working at this place as a waiter and uh they were they uh, schedule you for 10 hour shifts and they didn't give you a lunch break on it. So Shit. the colloquial, like the, I guess the hack that people did was like, if people had food on their plate, you would eat it like on the way to bus it, like, and like throw it away. You would just eat people's food. And like I learned from this from the waiters. They were just like, yeah, if people eat fries, just like snag some of those bad boys. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool. Like, uh, this is how we do things. And like, I'm like 19. So I'm like, I've never been a waiter before. So I guess this is what we do. <laughs> but, about three months into it there is one day that like a like uh almost said a client no a a a the fucking alcoholic man left a bunch of fries and uh it was like a full brat basket he only took like two or three so i'm like oh, i could fucking snag down those like yeah so <clears throat> uh there is a like bus station behind uh <clears throat> the bar or like uh, like like almost the right of the bar it's within view of the bar go over there fucking scarf down some fries uh toss in the trash and then the next week come to come uh come to the restaurant to see my schedule i'm not scheduled and i go to my my manager and i'm like hey so uh 
I'm not scheduled. What's up? And he's like, um, we need to talk. We go to his office. and He's like, do you know what integrity means? <laughs> <laughs> he puts down a hot dog. <laughs> he, puts, no, no, he puts down like a thing of fries. <laughs> he just starts throwing one fry at a time at my head. <laughs> do you know what these are? Fuck face. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, so I sit down in the office and he's like, all right, so listen, dude. I like, and he was actually really nice about it. He's like, um, he's like, so I'm kind of in a predicament. So while like I understand that you went to go, like you went over to like the bus area, you ate some fries off of a client, like off of a customer's plate, threw it away. I know, like he's like, I've been there, I've been a waiter before, I've been hungry. Like you know, you eat some shit and throw it away. And but unfortunately, the owner was sitting at the bar. And he had a friend that was next to him. And, like, the owner is an old fucking crusty alcoholic sailor type dude. Like, this is, oh. like, the, the place we were at, like, had a boat, like, boat slips you can, like, bring your sailboat up to. And so <clears throat> he had, the bar was just constantly surrounded by, like, the just people that come off their boats and get fucking hammered. Yeah. The owner's there. And there's, like, you know, some <clears throat> crusty old, like, fucking Karen that's sitting next to him. And she, like, like, I, like. From what he told me, it's like apparently like a woman pointed you out, and I'm like I fill in the blanks with this. Apparently the woman the woman pointed at me and said, "Look at him, he's eating fries over the trash." Like, <laughs> is that who you really want to employ? And apparently the oh. owner was very embarrassed. And then uh, <laughs> look at that little rat fuck eating fries, a dirty just, little rat, scurrying and fucking eating cheese like a little fuck, like. <laughs> and I'm, I can like, imagine you do your job very professional, but the way you eat is like <laughs> no, I like I legitimately was like because I was hungry. <laughs> I was just hungry, like I'm starving, and I'm just eating scraps off of fucking rich people's plates. And like, but like, like yeah. Apparently, she was very mean because like the the owner was very like perturbed by like not her comments, but like my actions because she was just like, I can't believe you employ people that eat. Like the leftovers off of like you know he's scum oh, he's trashed and the, my manager was like, yeah dude I gotta fire you like <laughs> I have to, like oh, you know, the owner told me to fire you and I'm like yeah man I'm about to go back to college it's all good he's like yeah he's like just like for future reference like don't eat people's food I guess like I he's like I don't know what the lesson is in all this but like. <laughs> I felt so bad for him because, like, he was genuinely a nice guy. And he's like, the owner told me to fire you, and I'm not going to tell him no. So, like, hey, best wishes. And so... Oh, man. Yeah. He had no choice. Yeah. He... <laughs> was my hands are tied. You ate trash over the fucking trash can like a little rat. Like, it's just, hey, you live and learn. And I'm like, it's so funny walking out of there. I'm like, hey, man, you learn your lessons. <laughs> oh, that's so good. He fires you, but he starts crying because he feels bad. And you're like, oh. yeah. You're like, dude, no, it's okay. No, it's, it's all good, right. man. I got a month left. I'm going back to Dallas. Like, we're all good. He's like, I just, I'm going to miss you, man. No. Uh, yeah, he just, he felt bad. He was just like, yeah, you, you're eating over the, like, you, I think, like, one of his lessons is, like, next time don't eat over the trash. Like, just go to a corner where, like, there's no one. Because I was like, that's us. Hey, to my, to, like, to my fault, I was over a trash can, like, like, <laughs> scarfing it, and then I threw it away. Because I thought that was more sneaky than, like, going to the corner. <laughs> it's funny, because your restaurant, like, ev- you said everybody eats food off of the thing. Yeah. I fucking walked at Red Lobster. 
and I would also do the same yeah. thing. Yeah, it's it's like the unwritten rules of the restaurant business, dude. Yeah, and people well, not everybody did it, but I think I remember I remember did it did it one time at Red Lobster, and as I'm so I do it in front of public, no one really notices. Yeah, I go back to the kitchen, and then one of my coworkers is like, "You know, you're gonna get paid soon, right?" <laughs> <laughs> And oh, I was like, and I was like, the most I, embarrassing I was, shit you could ever hear. It's like, dude, you're going to get money. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. That's great. All right. Uh, we're going to end it here, though. Anything you want to plug? Um, fuck. Uh, stream Average Penis by Robbie Janae on Spotify. Oh, fucking hold up. Hold up. Hold up. You know what I could do? If you send me that file, if you want to do this, yeah. send me that file. I can play it at the end of the episode. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I'll send you the file. For the people listening, uh, we'll end it now, but stay tuned because we're going to play his uh, average penis song. Very funny song. <laughs> oh, man. Girl, I want to make love to you. In my twin size bed, I want to make love to you And maybe get some head, if that's okay with you It's gonna be a great time when I make love to you But there's one thing on my mind It's really not a big deal And I hope it'll be okay I got a few surprises up my sleeve But what I'm packing is the thing I got an average penis, baby Five inches from the base of the tip An average penis, baby It's the golden long size of dicks An average penis, baby it's one size fits all, an average penis, baby. You can still talk when you get to my balls, yeah. I'm guessing that's all right with you, girl, and I hope that I'm not wrong. It may not be your first choice, it's like the Sierra Mist of Dawns. The size won't surprise you, girl, but it doesn't make you frown. It's like vanilla ice cream, tastes sweet when it goes down. You may have asked for chocolate, but baby, they're out of stock. Cause the only option you have tonight is my sweet vanilla cock. Cause I got an average penis, baby. Five inches from the base of the tip. An average penis, baby. It's the Goldilocks size of dicks. An average penis, baby. It's one size fits all. An average penis, baby. You can still talk when you get to my balls. Yeah. I'm inside you, girl. Can you feel it? 
Just a fear. 